Chapter twenty four of the Dawn of Medieval Europe, four seventy six to nine eighteen by J. H. B. Masterman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. The Norsemen, the Saracens, and the Magyars. While the struggles among the descendants of Charles the Great were helping on the disintegration of his empire, the whole fabric of civilization in Western Europe was shaken by attacks from north south and east from the north came the norsemen ravaging and pillaging along every river valley up which their long ships could sail from the south came the saracens the pirates of the mediterranean to challenge the control of the byzantine empire over the lands in southern italy that still remained in its possession and toward the end of the ninth century a foe more fierce and implacable still appeared on the eastern frontier in the magyars or hungarians at what period scandinavia became peopled by men of teutonic race we do not know but we know that at the time when other teutonic tribes were moving south a hardy race of the same stock was resting a precarious livelihood from the fjords and forests of norway sweden and denmark until the end of the eighth century the life of these village communities went on with little change after that the growth of population and the rise of larger political groups drove the more adventurous spirits to a life of piracy from the vicks or fjords from which they came these daring seamen were known as vikings their earliest raids were made on europe and ireland at the end of the eighth century their first attack on the empire of charles was in seven ninety nine when they raided aquitaine but having once discovered the wealth and weakness of the empire their attacks grew more and more frequent during the reign of louis the pious they ravaged the coast of frisia and in eight thirty five sacked and burnt the great city of utrecht in the following year antwerp shared the same fate and in eight thirty seven they penetrated up the rhine as far as nimehen but ireland suffered more severely at this period with its tribal system which prevented effective resistance and its rich monasteries lying undefended near the coast it offered a tempting prey to the norwegian adventurers who poured across the seas to plunder and ravage ultimately a number of norse towns grew up along the shore from which the vikings carried on constant war with the native irish in england danish raids were driven off for a time and it was not until eight fifty that a heathen army wintered for the first time in the isle of thanet after that year england had no rest from their attacks excepting ireland where the norsemen almost destroyed the civilization of the country no part of europe suffered more than west francia and aquitaine the two provinces that made up modern france easily navigable rivers like the seine and the loire carried the ships of the vikings into the heart of the country where undefended cities and monasteries afforded rich plunder long before any considerable armed force could be got together to oppose them they had done their work of destruction and were away with their spoil in eight forty one they sailed up the seine and burnt rouen a little later they destroyed nantes on the loire 
the internal dissensions of the carolingians served the purpose of the vikings who were actually invited into aquitaine by young pippin as auxiliaries in his war with charles the bald in eight forty five they even plundered paris under the eyes of the king who was encamped on the heights of montmartre charles the bald adopted the cowardly expedient of buying them off from time to time a plan that only gave temporary relief at the cost of greater injury afterwards in eight forty seven bordeaux the greatest city of aquitaine was betrayed into the hands of the vikings and became a tributary city under the norse chieftain jarl oscar it would be impossible to enumerate all the districts harried and towns sacked by the northmen during this period sir francis palgrave gives some idea of the extent of their ravages take the map and cover with vermilion the provinces districts and shores which the northmen visited as a record of each invasion the colouring will have to be repeated more than ninety times successively before you arrive at the conclusion of the dynasty of charles the great furthermore mark by the usual symbol of war two crossed swords the localities where battles were fought by the pirates where they were defeated or triumphant or where they pillaged burned or destroyed and the valleys in the banks of the elbe rhine and moselle scheldt meuse somme and seine loire garonne and adour and all the coasts and coastlands between estuary and estuary all the countries between river and streams will appear bristling as with chevaux de frise about the middle of the ninth century a new chapter opens in the history of scandinavia in denmark norway and sweden the local independence of tribal chiefs was overthrown by adventurers who succeeded in establishing themselves as kings of the whole country gorm the old became king of denmark and eric of sweden while harald harfraga won for himself the throne of norway the loss of local independence and the increasing burden of taxation involved in a more settled system of government led to a change in the character of the northmen's raids hitherto they had come to plunder and depart only establishing at the mouth of the rivers forts to which they could retire with their plunder but now they began to migrate southwards and westwards as permanent settlers as the other teutonic peoples had done centuries before within a short time they had established themselves in the whole of northern and eastern england and their title was recognized by the peace of wedmore in eight seventy eight they also founded a norse kingdom in the orkneys and shetlands under the nominal suzerainty of norway and planted colonies along the western coast of scotland at the end of the ninth century they reached iceland then almost an uninhabited country and there they settled in little communities far from the disturbances of european contest at about the same time a swedish chief rurik accepted an invitation from the slavonic inhabitants of russia to come and rule them and a dynasty of swedish princes began in russia early in the tenth century the byzantine emperors also invited some of these sturdy warriors to constantinople where they formed the varangian guard the imperial bodyguard among whose privileges was that of plundering the palace on the death of the emperor while the vikings were occupied with the conquest of northern england 
the coasts of france and germany enjoyed a brief respite but after eight eighty the attacks of the northmen were renewed with redoubled vigour in that year a great battle was fought near hamburg which ended in a disastrous defeat of the frankish and saxon army by the invaders at the same time another detachment of the enemy established itself at the mouth of the scheldt next year they were attacked by the west frankish king louis the third who won the only important victory ever won over the northmen on neustrian soil at Saucourt. the winter of eight eighty one was spent in harrowing all the cities of austrasia including the great city of aachen itself which they plundered and partially destroyed in the spring charles the fat gathered a great army and marched against the invaders but when face to face with them he made a treaty by which they were allowed to withdraw unmolested with their plunder and occupy a district at the mouth of the rhine on condition that their leader did homage and was baptized four years later he was treacherously murdered by charles's orders and his followers dispersed from the rhine the centre of norse activity shifted to the seine where already in eight sixty one charles the bald had appointed robert the strong as count of a new march which included paris and the neighbouring district fifteen years later the half-mythical hero rollo the ganger first appeared in west francia and in eight eighty five the northmen laid siege to paris which was defended successfully by odo son of old robert the strong and gozelin the bishop forty thousand vikings are said to have beset the city for nearly a year at length charles appeared at the head of a great army but only to make terms with the enemy to whom he offered a bribe of seven hundred pounds of silver and the right to plunder burgundy which had repudiated his authority and set up bozo as king it was this disgraceful treaty that led to the fall of charles the fat and the election of odo in his stead after this the northmen seem to have concentrated their efforts on the task of making themselves completely masters of the valley of the seine almost up to the very gates of paris at last in nine eleven charles the simple following the policy of alfred in england granted to the viking chief rollo all the land from the sea to the river Ept, with the hand of his daughter gisela on condition of his accepting baptism and doing homage the latter requirement being fulfilled by deputy the norman chroniclers of a later time record how the soldier chosen to kiss the foot of the king in token of vassalage performed his task so rudely that he overturned the royal seat backward the story of the settlement of normandy after the treaty of saint clair sur Ept belongs to the period treated in the next volume while northern europe was devastated by the raids of the northmen the lands of the south were passing under the sway of the moslem power the saracens were invited into sicily by a sicilian governor euphemius who was in rebellion against the emperor michael when his rising was put down he fled to north africa whence he returned with a vast horde of arabian and moorish followers of the prophet who under their fierce leader Asad, after sweeping away the imperial army marched to besiege syracuse disease then broke out in their ranks and a fresh army from constantinople drove them back for a moment the prospects of the imperial cause revived 
but a fresh force of africans seized palermo while another party relieved the original force and defeated the imperial army the emperor involved in war in the east was unable to do much for the province of sicily and though the byzantine generals stubbornly contested the moslem advance they were gradually driven into the southeastern corner of the island the conquerors then prepared to carry their arms across to the mainland whither radelkis one of the two rival candidates for the duchy of beneventum invited them in eight forty his rival sent to crete to invite a body of saracens to come to his aid for nearly ten years the whole of southern italy was devastated by moslem hordes who in eight forty six reached the very walls of rome and sacked the churches outside the city the greatness of the danger brought deliverance louis son of lothair who had succeeded his father as emperor in eight forty four now put himself at the head of the italian forces and with the help of pope leo the fourth organized a great campaign against the infidels in eight forty nine an italian force under the personal command of the pope won a great victory by land and sea at ostia in the following year louis having settled the dispute between the rival dukes of beneventum began to prepare for a crusade against the moslems who had made their capital at bari for a long time disunion among his own followers delayed the emperor's success but in eight sixty seven he began to drive back the invaders and in eight seventy one with the help of a byzantine fleet lent for a time by the emperor basil he captured bari the garrison of which he put to the sword the capture and imprisonment of the emperor by the duke of beneventum who seems to have feared that he was growing dangerously powerful was followed by a new moslem invasion which the emperor set free by his treacherous host drove off in august eight seventy two louis had already begun to prepare for a campaign for the recovery of calabria and sicily when he died in eight seventy five of all the later carolingians he inherited most of the qualities that had raised the dynasty to greatness and his premature death was a fatal blow to the kingdom of italy where the western emperor had failed the eastern emperor was destined to succeed basil sent a splendid fleet in eight seventy five to recover southern italy for the empire and within ten years the saracens were driven completely out of the peninsula for a time beneventum fell into the hands of the byzantine empire till Guido of spoleto recovered it in eight ninety four but while the empire was reasserting itself in southern italy syracuse the last christian stronghold in sicily was stormed by the moslems in eight seventy eight after nearly a year's siege by the beginning of the tenth century all sicily was under saracen rule farther north the territories of capua naples and gaeta suffered much from saracen raids and for thirty years a saracen colony occupied the banks of the garigliano it was in vain that successive popes appealed to the emperors to help them moslem raids extended into provence and even into upper burgundy while in the vaude districts moslems and magyars met in conflict finally in nine fifteen pope john x gathered all the resources of the italian peninsula together summoned the dukes of beneventum and spoleto to his aid 
and induced berengar by the gift of the imperial crown to join him the allied armies fell upon the colony at garigliano and destroyed it the sea had brought the vikings from the north and the saracens from africa but as though to complete its record of destruction the ninth century brought down on inland europe a foe more savage and ferocious than viking or saracen the magyars or hungarians first appear on the eastern frontier of the empire in 884 five years later under their chief arpad they poured into the district from which their kinsmen the avars had been driven by charles the great a century before from this basis they carried on a campaign of destruction all along the eastern frontier mounted on swift horses armed with bows they swept over the country with great rapidity seldom stopping to besiege a stronghold or risk a battle but leaving behind them a trail of burning villages and slaughtered people in eight ninety nine they appeared for the first time in italy and during the reign of louis the child in germany their raids into bavaria and carinthia were incessant and disastrous luitpold duke of bavaria fell in battle against them in 907 three years later the young king who took the field against them in person barely escaped a defeat at their hands during the reign of conrad they penetrated into all parts of the kingdom carrying their ravages even into west francia in our next chapter we shall see how this disastrous century of ravage and destruction affected the social and political constitution of western europe all the work that charles the great had done seemed for the time wholly lost yet it is probable that if that work had not been done europe would have sunk back into entire disintegration and barbarism and constantinople would have remained the sole surviving refuge of christianity culture and traditions of imperial rome End of chapter twenty four